there's so much information available at our fingertips. We're hit with ideas, buzzwords, headlines, theories, countless times a day. This is our attempt to dive a little deeper so complex topics become easy to understand. And our world becomes a little clearer. We'll tell you less. So you can understand more. I'm Mallory. And I'm Maggie. And we're talking about health insurance plans. (laughs) (laughs) That was my not excited reaction, but intrigued. Intrigued. Yes. It's not the most fun topic, but I feel like it'll be, it's a very helpful topic. And why do you think it's helpful? Because (laughs) I texted you frantically about a couple weeks ago as I was signing up for a healthcare plan for a new job and had tons of questions. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I've done it before. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's not a lot of options, but there's a lot of information around those options. There's a lot of information, a lot of vernacular and yes. Just a lot of moving parts. Yes. And you do it every year and they change. Yeah. So I know I sound completely absurd when I say this, but I'm excited about this topic. (laughs) Well, that's good. That's good. Somebody asked me. Yeah. Um, Total nerd here. And it's funny because you're not the only person that's reached out to me. Actually, I have friends that reach out to me all the time about it. And all I'll say, like, I can help you with it if you need some guidance. Simply because I have had, I'm not a health insurance person. I don't work in health insurance. Like... I just have real world experience with it. So when I was um, 26, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. And at that time, at 26, you like have to roll off your parents' plans. And you're like, all right, what do I do? And like, how do I do it? And so being sick and then like trying to figure out how you manage health care insurance, you kind of just like learn a lot through experience. So I, yeah, can imagine. Yeah. I'm excited because like this is something everybody should know. And so what the goal is today is to talk about health insurance plans within the United States. Um, we're going to stick to medical. We're not going to talk about dental and vision. Those are some outliers. Okay. Um, Which you usually have less options. It's like, do you yeah. want dental? You may have two, but like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's and for the most part health insurance through our country is through employers right. but you can also awesomely you can also get it through a bottom care or ACA but I'll kind of talk through the different so we're going to start with the ways in which you can get health insurance okay. and so I'll kind of go over those at a high level but we're going to talk mostly about my experience in general is mostly through employer provided health insurance plans and we'll go through like the key terms the kind of topics and then go around from there okay Cool. Yeah. I feel so, like I should be taking notes. <laughs> don't remember my pen is. Here's a pen. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so the ways in which you can get health insurance are through your employer or through your partner, spouse's employer. So if your significant other has insurance, but you don't have insurance, you can get it through them. Um, if you're under 26, like I just mentioned, you can get it through your parents' employer if they're offering health insurance. Um, you can purchase it also from an insurance provider directly or through a health insurance marketplace that was set up through ACA, um, Affordable Care Act or Obamacare. 
Um, I've actually done, so I've had employer health insurance and then I've had, um, I've gone through the Affordable Care Act as well. When I moved to Seattle, I just quit my job, said, fuck it, I'm moving to Seattle, didn't have an insurance, which was kind of scary, but um, the marketplace worked out pretty well for me um, just to make sure I didn't have a lapse in coverage, um, which I have realized with pre-existing conditions is pretty important. Mm. Yeah. Um, And then there's government insurance programs, so Medicare. Medicaid, and then CHIP, which is Children's Health Insurance Program. So it's for children. Oh, yeah. cool. I did not know about CHIP. And then there's VA and TRICARE for military personnel. So Legend, I'm not sure if he's on TRICARE or VA benefits, but um, as a former military or active military, you can use those benefits. And yes. then um, there's State, if your state offers a health insurance plan. And then there's COBRA, which is not a snake. No, but it's very expensive. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Ridic- yes. <laughs> I remember I looked at it once and it was like $800 a month. It was. Yeah. It's more. I remember when I left during the pandemic when I could leave my job and yeah. I left and had the option of Cobra or Marketplace and went to market the Marketplace. Yeah. Because it was much more affordable. Right. And it's only short term. So it's, te- it's from your right. f- former employer, but it's only temporary basis. But. To your point, it's extremely expensive. So it's not necessarily the best option. Yeah. Um, We're going to, like I said, we're going to focus on the group plans. Group plans offered through employers are directly from insurance providers. And that's mainly because that's how insurance in our society is set up. I know that people talk about single payer system. We're not going to talk about that. Um, And I've, so when I studied abroad in France, interestingly, I went over there, I got sick and I was in the hospital for three days and like they covered everything. Mm -hmm. It was astronomically surprising how much they covered and like how much they took care of it. Um, So there are different systems out there. We're going to focus on the U.S. and what's... You're saying the French government or their health system paid for it. Yeah. Not your insurance that you had. Right. No. Yep. It was there. Yeah. 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 So like... I got sick. My mom flew over and I was in the hospital, I think for two days, they did a CAT scan, like, um, uh, an ultrasound. They did all this, all this like workup work that would normally be pretty expensive. And my mom flew over and we're like going to check out like, check me, take me home. And (laughs) my mom is super nervous. She's like, how much is this going to be? I'm like, she's like really afraid of how much they're going to have to pay because we don't have health insurance over there. I mean, we had student programs, but they get up to the window and they're like, it's about 200 euros. And my mom wow. is like, oh, really? And she's like, how much? You're like, is that the first payment? <laughs> no. And my mom's like, how are you, are you going to bill us? She's like, yeah, we'll bill you. They never billed us. It was what? the, it's the wildest thing. And Not maybe, until now. Not until ma- somebody hears that. <laughs> no, that's what I was just thinking. I'm like, maybe we did something wrong. <laughs> and like, France is coming after me. <laughs> The 200 euro. Yeah, right. It's crazy. It's crazy. I was also thinking about with like, usually people, not usually, some people don't know the ins and outs of their insurance plans until they need to know. Yeah. Right. Until something happens. 100%. I would be in that boat. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yes. That gives me another example of when I was in the hospital. I feel like I've been in the hospital a lot with this episode. It's going to be story time. (laughs) Um, So... So I've got Levi scratching at me, guys. Um, uh, Levi is Legend's dog. Yeah. <laughs> Just to clarify. Um, some key terms that everybody should know when it comes to their health insurance plan. A premium. 
So your monthly, this is your monthly payment for insurance coverage. Or it's like a buy, a buy, every paycheck. How much is coming out of your paycheck to pay for your health insurance? Um, can, should we make this a game? <laughs> yeah. Should I try to define them? Oh, yeah. We could do it rapid fire. Okay. So that if I don't know whatever <laughs> uh, listeners don't have to listen, but the, it gives them a chance to, you, you can guess yourself. Okay. At okay. the before, you want, you want to, you want me to say it now. So like, I'll give you deductible and you have to guess. Yes. Okay. So we already got premium. Yes. Payment, you pay for health insurance coverage. You lose that money in essence because that's what you're paying for in order to get the health insurance. Yep. Now, deductible. So with your health insurance plan, there is a certain amount that you usually have to meet for certain coverage to kick in. Yeah. (laughs) So it's the amount you have to pay out of pocket before your health insurance starts paying for anything. Got it. What I would like to say about this is where it gets the wording, I don't think it's as accurate, is that within your network, there's still negotiated rates. So like you're still getting a discount Mm. by just having the insurance. Because my question was always like, why am I paying this deductible amount if, why am I paying this monthly amount if I have to pay to my deductible before they're going to pay anything? Like, where is that money going? Right, right. But they negotiate rates within a network and that helps reduce the costs. Got it. Okay. So okay. it's the definition says that I saw that says starts paying for anything. And that's true, but it's also you're getting it at discounted rates as well. Right. Okay. Um, okay. A copay. A copay is like the fee to for certain services. So it's not part of your deductible? No? She's shaking nope. her head. <laughs> it's like what you pay to go to the doctor. Yeah. So once my deductible is met, if I have one, then I got to go pay $30 to see my primary care physician. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much right. Okay. It's These are out of pocket for certain services and it's a cost of sharing where you pay like $10 per doctor's visit, but it varies based on the plan. So, okay. Um, but okay. So do do I have copays after my deductible? If I, depending on the plan. Yeah. Oh, and then it goes, um, it does like the, the out of pocket, like your copay is out of pocket. So you, but you do have limits on what your out of pockets are, but we'll go into that later. Okay. Got it. And then coinsurance. (laughs) I have no idea. I know this one's kind of tricky. It's similar to a copay, but it's another cost. It's a similar to a copay in that it's a cost sharing payment, but it's usually a percentage of the fee. So for example, if your doctor's fee is a hundred dollars and your coinsurance is 10%, you pay $10 out of pocket for that visit and your insurance pays the rest. Is Does that mean it's a percentage-based copay? Kind of. They just call okay. it coinsurance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess you could use that terminology. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Similar. Yeah. But you wouldn't have like a copay and coinsurance at the same time. No. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Um, And then out-of-pocket maximum. Okay. What is that? Uh, that is like the max you will pay for any services total. So let's say something major did happen, 
you have a cap on what you will spend out of pocket, like yourself. Yes. And that's in one year. Okay. So they can be pretty high. Right. So your out of pocket maximum can be pretty high. But, um, and so yes, after one year and after you, after you reach that amount, your, your insurance covers, it covers a hundred percent of the cost after that, no matter what it is. So that amount is the copay and coinsurance, right? Uh, copay, coinsurance, deductible, like all of, all of it, whatever okay. you've paid for your services. Okay. So if you're getting, if you have, if you need a bunch of services, you've met your deductible, say month one, but by month 10, you've racked up a lot. You've met that. Then you don't have to pay anything else. Yeah. You've met Once you pay your out of pocket maximum. Yes, that's the word. Yeah. I will give an example okay. later on because it, it, it is kind of math that you have to think about okay. when you're doing, like when you're choosing your provider or choosing the plan that you want. Right. Um, the good news about the out of pocket maximum is that, so if you're looking at any affordable care act, so an ACA compliant plans, um, they require those insurance plans to have an annual out of pocket maximum for each beneficiary. So, and some of these I'll give you actually with the high deductible health plans, they have like, or HSAs, they have requirements of what they can be, but you, you'll know that amount, what that maximum is, um, which is kind of helpful understanding how much you're going to be obligated to. Got it. Okay. Okay. So those are just common vernacular, common terminology across the types of plans or networks that we're going to talk about, like things that you should know. Okay. Um, now this is where you kind of were asking questions. So then there's types of plans and networks and there's four main ones. And then we'll cover the last one, which kind of includes the other four. Okay. So the first is an HMO, which right. is a health maintenance organization. And so this one what makes this one interesting is that, excuse me, the primary care doctor coordinates the care. So it kind of acts like a gatekeeper and referrals are required to see a specialist. Oh. So, and. I can't believe I did not know that. Yeah. I'm sure I've read it. I'm sure those words are there. Yeah. Under the option. But I don't think they've I don't registered. know that they're like outrightly there. Okay. Because I'm going to pull up my my health, my benefits explanation, and I'll kind of give some, like, scenarios of what I'm presented with options. Right. And it's, like, they give you, like, they call it, like, two high deductible plan offers and then an HMO and a PPO. But they don't really say, like, what an HMO and a PPO is. I f- right. This is why I think it's a good topic is because I th- they assume you know what those are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um. So the primary care, so your primary care doctor or PCP, um, primary care physician, is the person that you work with on a regular basis to get your, like, to get your physical, annual physicals, all those kind of things. But in order to see a specialist, let's say like um, a physical therapist or a dermatologist, you would have to get a referral from them mm-hmm. in order for that medical, for that service to be covered under your health insurance. Right. And... You would then also have to go see them, get a co-pay in order to usually get that referral. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Or co-insurance, however. It's yes. Like. Okay. Yes. Generally, these are lower out-of-pocket costs, but they're going to be higher premiums. So you're balancing mm. the out-of-pocket costs with the premiums. 
And then you must stay in the network for emergencies. So like here in Seattle, you have like um, the Polyclinic or Swedish or some of those providers. I'm like there's Kaiser, there's all of, across the nation, there's different providers. And those are networks by which you can work within their systems. Um, and so that's something to consider is the network. Does it have their doctor? Does it have your doctor? Do you have a primary care, phys- care physician you want to work with? Um, so that's that's generally an HMO. There's least, these, these typically have the least amount of paperwork because you can't go outside of network. If you're going outside of network, so let me clarify that. So when you're in network, you're working with the doctors that are in, like, let's say it's with Kaiser or yeah. whatever their network is that they've established. If you're right. working within that network, it's pretty simple. You just have to go for a referral. There's not really any paperwork. Um, and a lot of times, so when you have, when you go out of network, when it's somebody that you want to see, but they're not included in your health insurance plan, like you'll oftentimes have to pay a little bit more and there's more paperwork. Okay. Okay. So you can go out of network. You're just going to pay for it. You're just going to pay for it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then there's PPOs. Okay. Which are preferred provider organizations. These, so I feel like this is a good description of what it is. Like it's your preferred provider. So they're generally higher out-of-pocket costs, but referrals are not required. Mm. So you don't have to go to your primary care physician to get a referral to go to whatever doctor you want to go to. Nice. Okay. Um, They're still a network though within them. So you can go, so they'll still have a network and you can go outside of the network. It's just going to be more expensive. So let me clarify that for HMO, you can't go out of your network unless it's for emergencies. Got it. So this, this, this is a good example of what's happened to me and how I've learned through experience is I had an ovarian cyst rupture in my abdomen and start bleeding oh dear and I was in Milwaukee okay but my health insurance only covered in network in Lake Geneva Wisconsin oh my goodness so I was in the emergency room like needing abdominal laparoscopy surgery laparoscopic surgery and my mom was with me and she's like you are not during doing surgery on my daughter it's going to cost an arm and a leg because this is out of network. Mm. So she drove me down to Lake Geneva, which was um, 45 minutes to an hour away. Oh, my god! And she's like, we, which is a risk. It's like, a risk. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a medical risk. Yeah. It's like, OK, so then you need to go down. To, so then she drove me down and put me in network. So my services mm. were covered because it wasn't like we weren't certain if it was going to be considered emergency surgery because there's a caveat that. That like right. if it's an emergency, they they're not gonna not give you service, right? Right. You have to. Yeah. But then you're right. What classifies as that? Yeah. Oh, <gasps> uh, and you don't have time to figure that out. No. But my mom was adamant. She's like, We're leaving. I'm putting her in the car and we're doing surgery down there. Okay. Yeah. So that's an example of in network and out of network and yeah. how it can impact your finances. Okay. So question on that one. That was for an HMO, correct? I honestly, because I was on my mom's health insurance, I think it might have been an HMO because she was working for a hospital at the time. Okay. Um, but I'm not sure. I just okay. know it's an example of when you want to consider like must stay in net. Like it probably was an HMO, HMO because she said you must stay in the network for 
Right. Um, except for in emergencies and we just didn't know if it was an emergency or not when you go let's say you have an emergency and you got to pay out of pocket a lot does it kick in does your out of pocket maximum kick in here yeah okay yeah. so you can it's fifty thousand your surgery's fifty thousand dollars your out of pocket maximum's twenty thousand you still got to pay that twenty thousand Yes. I might want to clarify that because you okay. might have an, a, a different out-of-pocket maximum okay. versus an, an, an in-network. No, there's an in-network. No, there's an in-network deductible and an out-of-network deductible, but I think there's a total out-of-pocket maximum. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Let's go. All right. Next. So that was preferred provider. Yeah. Um, more paper when going out of network for the preferred provider. Um, then there is exclusive provider organization. And this one is, you do not need a referral to get, go to see a specialist, but you must see, must stay in the network except for emergencies again, but there is no coverage for out of network providers. Not so if, if you don't go, if you don't go to one of their providers, then you have no insurance there. Got it. Okay. Okay. Should I summarize these three really quick? Sure. Okay. I'm doing it for myself. Go. Ready? HMO, Health Maintenance Organization. Usually have a lower out-of-pocket cost, but you have a higher premium. You are you have your primary caregiver and you have to get referrals to them to go see any sort of specialists. Um so in network super important there. I think in general in network that's yeah. the preference for everyone. Yeah. The PPO, the preferred provider organization, is that you have a higher out-of-pocket, um, how, higher out-of-pocket cost, but you don't need to worry about referrals, et cetera. You can kind of go to who you want as long as they accept your insurance. Yeah. And then exclusive provider org, you don't need no, no referral. You don't need referrals. You stay within their network um, because none of out-of-network is going to be paid for right love it okay so then point of service plan is a primary care doctor coordinates the service so um you're we've got levi in the background jumping around you hear dog whining it's levi um (laughs) so you've got primary care doctor that is your gatekeeper again but then you can go out of network but it's more expensive okay And then last but not least is the high deductible health plan. And so what's interesting about this one is that it can be, it can be a high deductible health plan can be an HS, an HMO, a PPO, an EPO, or a POS. Not a piece of shit, but (laughs) (laughs) point of service plan. So it can be any of the four that we just talked about. The difference is you have a high deductible, um, a high deductible before any insurance kicks in. I (laughs) am going to cackle because I'm like, great, this is me. Like I have this, I know what this is, but I did not realize within that it's one of these other options. I know, right? I am. (laughs) It's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. Like I, I want to go look and see what I, I know if you're an HMO EPO. Yeah. I have no idea. I know. Because I chose that one, and I thought that was different. <laughs> I'm like, where? Th- I want to talk to somebody who does the user experience for benefit sign up. Like, who's doing that research and that design? Well, within your organization, HR, your right, benefits right, right. buyer. But 
they I feel like they try to do a good job but they're just like so ingrained in it that it's a little bit different yeah they can't yes. like totally they can't take themselves out of the tunnel of knowing all this terminology and then they're like okay and like to be honest it is on you to do the research they're gonna give you all the options I'm just like I don't yeah and you get honestly the thing that's so frustrating we just had our benefits enrollment and I think you get like two weeks yes you get like such a quick turnaround time to like digest this mine's actually due today so literally (laughs) (laughs) the the question at the end of this podcast is going to be which plan are you going to get okay good yeah I'm going to decide I mean I don't know I have to go back and look at the options but so a high deductible plan, like I said, can be an HMO, PPO, EPO, so where a, PO, PO, a POS, which is the plan or the network, but it's a high deductible for, before your insurance kicks in. And so that means, like, I think this year for HSA, um, you have, um, it has to be at least $1,400 for the individual, the deductible, and $2,900 for um, a family. And so that's pretty high for a deductible yeah. before you like start getting any benefits. Um, but the flip side of is, is a flip side of that is you have lower premium. So you're paying less a month. And I'll use my examples of how much for each of ours, but like you paying a lower premium less a month and then it can be paired with an HSA, which we'll talk about the tax advantage savings accounts after this. Um, and so there's benefits and there's pros to cons to each one of these. Right. And so it's really understanding your medical needs or what you might think you need in versus like kind of doing the math a little bit. I would say also your financial needs. Like for some people take that big burden on when you know you're going to have to pay it or when you know like. Yeah. Or maybe you're not, you don't know if you're going to, is it really worth it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, the other thing is, so the other thing to consider is that you have tax advantaged accounts. And what that means is, it's tax-free or tax-deductible money or tax-free money. So you don't, you're, you're taking money out of your paycheck before the taxes come out. Um, and with, for example, an HSA, you can invest it. So for okay. example, so there's an HSA, an HRA, and an FSA. Because all your premiums come out of your paycheck. Typically, yeah. Typically. And you're, those are, it's before you're, you're taxed. Not your premiums. Not your premiums. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, keep going. But your health savings account. Correct. Is. Okay, yeah, let's talk about health savings account. This is my first time doing one. Yes. So it's a bank account that you own. And to, it's used to pay for eligible, eligible health care expenses or to save towards retirement. Um, and so what that means is it's what I like to say, it's not a use it or lose it account because an FSA is another account, savings account, which is use it or lose it, which means you have to use it in that year or it's gone. But an you HSA told me that. Yeah. Because we have the option of either and I was only familiar with FSA. Yeah. So an HSA is money that you keep that is tax advantaged and you can invest it in a retirement account so that it accrues interest. And when you take that money out, it doesn't have taxes either. So it's cool. a really interesting um, investment vehicle, if you want to call it that. I'm not an, 
uh, investment, fiduciary, whatever you yeah. call it. Sometimes caveat. I'm like, how did we create this complex of a freaking system? Yeah. The, I feel like, I don't know, I haven't looked at the history, but HSAs and high deductible plans um, started to come around when I, I think when I was in, like, they started being, they, they started to be offered when I was in my first job. So, like, I think I was 26 or something. And I worked at an accounting firm and they brought in somebody to talk about high deductible plans and how they're at the new cutting mm-hmm. edge of insurance. And there was a lot of resistance. Um, one, because I was working at an accounting firm, which was pretty conservative, but it was right. also a culture change. And this guy did a really good, he had a really good conversation about it. And he's like, it holds people accountable to um, making sure and managing their insurance. And so, hmm. and what that means is, so if you have a health insurance plan and it's just kind of covered 90%, you're only paying 10% of it, you don't really know how much money is actually going out the door. And so you could go to the ER and like, for a strep throat or you could go to the ER for a cut finger. Like it doesn't really like help you measure the, um, the gravity of the services that you're using. Mm. And so it kind of holds a little bit, puts, pushes a little bit of accountability on the person that has the health insurance from my perspective. Um, and so like, for example, if you're paying, if you have to, if you're not going to get any health insurance benefits until you pay $3,600 out of pocket, you're going to look at every single medical bill and see if it was coded right. You're going to see, like, you're going to be like, okay, I didn't do that. Like, why are they charging me X, Y, and Z for it? Right. Because they're like medical billing coding is a manual process and people do make mistakes. Um, and so there's been times where I've had medical services and they've charged me for an injection that I never had at that service. And it's just because they put a four little, uh, whatever number code in and it's an injection versus an ibuprofen and it charges you a thousand dollars versus $2. Right. Yeah. So it puts, so you have to learn, like you have to look at your explanation of benefits and understand like how much you actually actually did what the services that you actually did so it puts a little bit more onus on um the person being insured and then it kind of holds medical um hospitals accountable okay okay yeah some people might not like it i mean i like it in theory but i'm also like let's go back to france are they gonna make a mistake not like, well, yeah. you know what I mean? It yes, just depends on who's paying it. Yeah, that's true. So who's who's going to pay? No matter what, if there's a mistake, somebody's got to pay for it. Right. So is it the government paying for it or is it the individual? Right. Is the individual going to be more, li- they're going to be more responsible to check every bill? Yes. Yeah. Typically, you would think. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So um, back to HSAs. So offered... So they're offered with a high deductible health plan. So it has to meet certain requirements and that's the IRS sets those limits. So in 2002, in order to be eligible for an HSA account, you had to have an annual deductible, like your health insurance plan had to have an annual deductible of 1400 for an individual, 2900 for a family. Mm-hmm. Your out-of-pocket maximum cannot or does not exceed $7,050 for an individual and for a family, $14,100. Plan must be eligible. There's some requirements around that. It, you must. This is what year? 2022. Oh, okay. Okay. You must not be in me- in Medicare and you can't be a dependent. So in order for you to get an HSA account, 
you um, have to meet all of those requirements. In addition to that, like they set limits on how much you can contribute to that account. So like in 2022, $36.50 for an individual, family $7,300. And then if you're older, $55 and plus $1,000 for a catch-up. Okay. So there's eligibility requirements in terms of the deductible and out-of-pocket. And then there's a certain amount that you can actually contribute annually. Got it? Yep. HRA is an account your employer owns. So previously HSA, you own it, employer owns and contributes to an HRA, only available through your employer. And it's a limit your company sets. So it's not determined by, um, I don't think I've ever had an HRA to be honest. Um, so it's something that your, your, your employer contributes to, and then you can use that for your medical expenses. It's just another benefit. Is that, because I know some employers will match your contributions to HSA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's separate than the HRA. Yeah. And HRA, okay. say a different account, it can only be used for, it's basically, I would say it's basically like an account established by your employer and they determine how much is in there, what it can be used for, all that kind of stuff. Great. And then an FSA is the other that you had an option of. And there's one for healthcare, which there's, so there's healthcare FSA, which is metal. You can use it for medical expenses, not covered by a plan, mm. dependent care FSA. So care for services for dependents, anybody, any child under 12 or a disabled person at any age. Okay. And then limited purpose, um, FSAs, which you can combine with an HSA if you have a high deductible plan. But there's a limit of twenty of two thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars. Got it. So the FSA, HSA is money that you keep, you save, you can do whatever you want with. You can spend it on medical bills. FSA, you use it or lose it. Got it. And so if you don't spend that money by the end of twenty twenty two this year, then you've you've lost it. You've lost it. Money you've earned. You've lost. Yeah, but it's interesting because I've had one of these before. Yeah. And I didn't use it. I don't know what I was planning on using it for, but by the end, I you, I had to spend, I think, $1,000. <laughs> like, they have these FSA cards. Like, they have these FSA. I think you can do it through Amazon, too. There's, like, FSA-approved purchases. Yes. yes. I have. I've had a friend. I've had friends who've had to do this be like, oh, I got to buy things. Yeah. I'm going to buy a first aid kit. Yeah. A whatever. Yeah. I bought. Oh, God. <laughs> I like I was asking everybody if they needed anything, but I bought um, a red light, blue light for facials. <gasps> Stop. <laughs> yeah. I want one of those. Oh, yeah. I want one of those <gasps> with my FSA money. It's pretty funny. Hey, that's important. <laughs> yeah. Self-care. Self-care. Now I might change my. um another good example of a fsa so i i don't get them every year but i got one this year so that i could use it for lasik because vision plans typically don't cover lasik um i did it intentionally because i wanted to get lasik and so i'm using that money towards my lasik procedure have you gotten your lasik yeah i got it two fridays ago oh my god i know wow how do you feel really good Good. No glasses. Yeah. For a couple more years. And then I'm going to have to have readers because, you know, mm-hmm. age. Age. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad I did not know. I didn't tell anybody. It's okay. Okay. Because um, it came on really quick. I went to an appointment and they were like, oh, do you want to do it this weekend? And I was like, sure. 
Yeah, let's go. Okay, so that's all the information I'm going to give you on terms of what things are. Um, The thing that I did want to go over, kind of to give you an example. But let me, before I do that, do you want to ask any questions? No, I think you, no, I don't. I think I asked him as we went along. Okay. So what I'm going to try and explain is that, so I've got my medical plan comparison chart up. So like my company offers a consumer choice 90 or consumer, I shouldn't probably say these out loud. So they give you a a 90 plan, an 80 plan, a PPO plan, and an HMO offer, right? And so they're, they're giving you all these options and it tells you like, so, um, the 90 and the 80 are high deductible plans. Um, but they, how do I say this? Like the deductibles are higher. So for the 90 is 1400 and 2800, which means that you're paying more money for the premium, but then you're paying a lower deductible. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. And like, so for example, if I were to do the high deductible plan, yeah, my, as an individual, it'd be $1,400 with the high deductible plan. With a PPO, my deductible would be $300. Okay. So it's a drastically different amount. Yes. I'm looking, I'm pulling up mine now. So there's a deductible plan. My place of employment offers a deductible plan, a high deductible health plan, and a Permanente plan? Like a Kaiser Permanente? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Um, if that's the type of network, so I'm not really sure. So it's probably one of the like PPOs or something. Yeah, it depends because like Kaiser for yeah. us is a HMO. So I'm not sure if it's a PPO or not. Okay. Okay. I should probably figure that out. So what I'm trying to say with this is like, you have to look, let me give the, like why this is important to you. Yes. So like, think about how much you're going to pay premiums. Yeah. Think about how much your deductible is. And then think about how much your out of pocket maximum is. So for example, like you could be paying, I think, what is our, our month, my monthly premium. I'll just use my example. My monthly premium is, and I'm doing a high deductible plan with an HSA. My monthly premium is $59. Okay. And then on top of that, in order for me, um, so my, then my deductible is $1,400. So before anything kicks in, before they start covering 90% of my medical bill, they're, they, I have to pay $1,400. Okay. And that, but my out of pocket maximum is $2,800. So I'm not going to pay anything after $2,800. Okay. Okay. And then the HSA, um, maximum, what did I just say it was, is $3,600. So my HSA would, in essence, anything that I save in my HSA would cover, could cover that $2,800 of my out of pocket maximum. Okay. So it's tax-free. So that was an example of a high deductible plan, which I tend to think is probably the most complicated. Yes. Which is helpful because I think that's what I signed up for. I think that's probably what I steered you towards. Probably. (laughs) Um, But 
I'm pulling it up like we offer a POS and I didn't realize it was a POS. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. So long story short, think about all of these pieces and how the math adds up because some of the money is money that you are going to pay, like your premium is you're going to pay regardless and you're not going to see that money again. If you do an HSA, you can keep that money. Think about how much money you want to pay uh, regularly, monthly, like how right. much your medical bills are going to be. When I think about it, um, I tend to think that I'm going to actually max out my out-of-pocket every year because I do have high medical bills, mm. but I choose the high deductible plan because I can save that money in an HSA. Well, that's why I chose to do it. I mean, that was part of the convin- the convincing that happened was yeah. like, I'm, I can pull this money out pre-tax put it in this. If I use it, great. I get the services I need. And then if I don't, I can invest it. Right. So, but now think about, I don't remember what we said, like, cause your, your point you made earlier is like, I'm doing this and I'm only doing it for a month and the math didn't add up to how much you were contributing. Like, so for example, if you did an HSA right now, you, I, I, I don't know what the, the retroactive rule is, but if you were to like get really sick and go to the ER, let's say, and it was $5,000, you'd have to pay that. I would. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would. So uh-huh. that's the kind of math and like. Right. Right. Understanding you have to have of your health insurance plans Which or what I you need. took a risk into it anyways. Yeah. So. The other, <laughs> the other thing I would say is if you want the other thing to consider is if you have a doctor you like and they're not in network, like consider that. True. I would say think about um, if you want to have to go to a preferred care physician all the time and to get a referral, think about that. Like I don't, I get hurt pretty easily <laughs> and I want to go to physical therapy whenever I want to go to physical therapy. I don't have to go for a referral. Right. So those are things to consider when you're looking at health insurance. Got it. Okay. I'm going to tell you. Um, mine two examples that I work with yeah but I had I had more than two options but this is the POS so no I don't hmm. okay the high deductible plan is in network employee only fifteen hundred dollars that's the overall deductible out of network employee only is twenty one hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. For the other plan, that's not the high deductible. It's zero dollar deductible. But the premiums, it's the difference between paying if you're an individual sixty two dollars a month compared to fifteen dollars a month. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All things you got to think about. I know. And I'm like toggling between documents here trying to get this yeah. all together, which I think makes it hard. You're like, it all kind of looks the same too. Yeah. I feel like companies have gotten a little bit better about putting together comparative information, but For still, sure. like I said, it, they're assuming that you know what a PPO is versus an HM, yes. HMO. Yes. And they're also assuming which is on the person to read all the documents. Yeah, right. <laughs> which is a lot of information to consume. It is. Okay. All right. right. I like that mine also, if you scroll all the way to the bottom, gives you like different scenarios. Oh, nice. And it's like, this is what you would pay 
blah, 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 you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yes. with that. Okay. Maybe, maybe we don't ask for like your elevator pitch, but yeah. maybe it's like, what's your number one takeaway that's going to be helpful in choosing your health insurance? I think on, I think the helpful, mm, I'm going to start over. <laughs> <laughs> this is always the hardest part. This is like where it all makes sense. I've got my notes and then it's like, how do you synthesize it? Right? Yeah. Um, I think the key thing is to understand which types, what you've outlined, which types are being offered and how does that restrict you and also understanding your personal needs and how that impacts you. Yep. So it truly, it's, I, I think for my key learning, which is maybe my stubbornness to this or unwillingness to accept it. It's like you actually have to put some thought and you actually have to plan this out. You can't, it's not, a, it's a menu, but it's a complicated menu. Yeah. And I mean, you could, I think it, having insurance, any insurance is better than not having any insurance sure. because it could financially ruin you if you don't. Yeah. Um, but to your point, like there are some things to consider. It's not just choosing what the least expensive premium is. Right. It's other considerations of it's how it could impact you. Your medical needs, your financial st- standing, your level of risk or security that you want or don't want. Yep. Your doctors, right? Like all yeah. of that, Who, if you have them, if you don't, versus what your company is offering. Yep. And sometimes it's not a perfect pairing. No. And to your point, there's a lot, there's a lot of acronyms and those all mean very different things. Yep. Exactly. I think I'm happy with mine. I'm happy with my HSA. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I'm okay not having an FSA, although I do want a light mask. Uh, <laughs> you can just use mine and never I use it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, and I think I'm good with the high deductible plan. I think. I don't know. I'm kind of having second doubts. Well, you can always change it next year. Always <laughs> change it next year. Because, <laughs> like, now that I think about it, I'm like, I, I don't go to the doctor that often. I don't, not again, knock on wood, very lucky that I haven't needed to. But I think part of my thinking was, I haven't been to the doctor in a while, given the pandemic. I'm going to be going a lot. Yeah. So let me do it this way. Yeah. All right. Whew. Thank you for joining us as we try to learn more about this world. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> all right. You can find all of our resources linked in the show notes. We're not experts, but we certainly try to learn from them. If you have a topic you'd like to know more about, let us know on Instagram at Tell Me Less Podcast. Until next time. Woo! Woo-hoo.